Welcome back to Superhero Shonen Punch. It's been a really long reprieve, but we're excited to be back. I'm your host, Dave Sickler, with my good friend. Hey, it's Josh Willenbrink from New York. From New York. I'm walking here. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, so, last, last episode we covered... Um, Chainsaw Man, which was a ton of fun. Uh, we actually did it in like a two-part. We were going to release the second part. We talked about Ultra Mega, which was a really fun comic, but we uh, recorded for like two or three hours that day, and part two was a much less energetic Dave and Josh. So We were, we were worn out. Oh, yes. We, was... we definitely didn't do justice to mm -hmm. to such an amazing comic book. No, and and being one of your favorites, we want to give it another shot, especially <clears throat> as we're more used to making these episodes and everything. So we will revisit it. We we will get back to it, but we will today. Today we're talking about Batman, the Court of Owls. Yes, Batman New Fifty Two Volume One, Court of Owls. If, if you haven't read it, uh, go right now to a bookstore. It's in every major bookstore. You'll find it. It's a, it's a, it's a paperback floppy. It's great. Uh, or you can get the hardback if you're Dave and Fancy. I got uh, this for $7. <laughs> see, $7, everyone. Go get it. They overprinted it. They, they made way, way more than people wanted. Uh, and it's a fun read. It's it's a very fun read. It's the start of a great Batman Batman story. Uh, the New Fifty Two line, which rebooted Batman. There, it's it is such a a fun and uh, energizing start. Pause this. Go buy it. Read it, and then come back. Yes. Because I mean, we can we can talk about it a little bit without spoilers, but it it's hard to to not get right into it because they. They trickle down some, like, secrets even in the first, know, is it chapters, I guess? It's Cause, issues, chapters, yeah, the, yeah. the very first issue, they just bombshells. They're like, oh, by yeah. the way, this is a part of Batman's story now, which is fun, mm -hmm. but it makes it hard to talk, no spoiler. Yeah. But we can do it. We can. Mm -hmm. We accept your, your challenge that you didn't usher to us. We, we accept. We hear and we accept. Agreed. <laughs> so, so uh, I, 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 uh, from the outside looking in, as far as comics, I see how you have <clears throat> Batman or some of these these mainstay heroes go through revisits and reworks like this. Um, can you go a little bit into that? Like, when did this this rework come out? And um, I don't know how many have there been. Like I know they do spin-offs oh, and stuff oof. that are different, but I, I mean how many? I don't know. Way way too many. It's <laughs> Batman is is such a a fun character and hero that has been uh reworked to death. Uh this is one of the reworks that I think is great. I think oftentimes um with a new Batman story comes a very a drastically different take. Um, this I think stands out, especially amongst a, a lot of the more recent reworks, like 
like 2000s on. And this was mid to this was like two, 2010 or 11. I, I want to say was when the, okay. the 52 reboot happened. Um, but they they paid so much uh, honor to to previous story arcs and Batman's that we had already heard about and read and loved. Um, and I think they took things that that worked well and they they made them work well in this this line as well. <clears throat> it's not something like Batman Year One that is a just this absolute pinnacle of storytelling that you can say these four issues, these few issues are are a complete redesign and and revolution to the character that we know. It instead, I think, is less drastic changes, but more focus on a an um a story mm-hmm. that is not going to drag on forever and is really exciting and has lots of twists with a character that we do already know. Um so that's kind of how I see this Batman rework. And they did it across the board with DC. That's what the new 52 was. They took mm-hmm. they took all these different lines and they rebooted them um, from zero. Uh, and Batman Batman definitely came out as the one that, that shined, at least in my opinion. Um, cool. That sounds yeah. like a fun refresh because <clears throat> I'm like it sounds like you're always dealing with canon issues with like Mm -hmm. even if it's handed like the torch is handed off it's this was kind of the style before you can change some small things but it's hard to do like a full deviation from that um so is it like basically if they keep some of the main characters and some of the main backstory the same that they have a lot of liberty (coughs) yeah so that's a lot of it is just like implied canon where Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's not that they don't they go around and they're like this is decanonized. It's more that when when a an, a new story is being told, they might announce or you might learn that oh this is canon. It crosses over the other storylines. It it or it it rewrites something we learned before. Um, but aside from that, it's usually like there's assumed canon. Um, which they do with a few characters here. They also have some really fun twists, like well, when we get into some spoilers. Um, this obviously this story is called the Court of Owls, um, but the Court of Owls obviously changes what some of that canon is that we know, especially about characters who who are already dead or not really in the picture. So I think especially this line did a really good job of not trying to disrupt what we already knew. Um, while still throwing in some fun things that we could play with, uh, versus things like anytime the Flash has a storyline, he he wants to just rewrite history. That's his that's his whole character, right? <laughs> he he starts and he sucks and he's lame, and then he gets faster and faster and faster until he can rewrite history. And now we've got like seven different Flash lines where he goes back in time and changes a different Flash line that changed. It's stupid. I hate it. DC <laughs> should be ashamed. But something like this, I think, does a great job of of updating the canon but not disrupting it. I think that's fair. I don't know enough about it, but it it sounds like that's a mess <laughs> with the Flash. It is. I, I I also am not a fan of the Flash. We need to we need to read a read it some lines of the Flash just so I can complain about it. That sounds that sounds good. Yeah. It, I've been I like, looking for a platform to do that. 
I like the idea of timelines, but I feel like it gets so muddy if you're not doing it well. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Cool, cool. I absolutely agree. Um, so, non-spoiler-wise, mm-hmm. tell me, because I, I read this as it was coming out. I, I bought every issue the Wednesday that, that I could buy it. Um for its entire run from issue mm-hmm. one until it's until its end so i was kind of like living the experience of seeing it for the first time and seeing the cover on the shelf uh the art always stood out to me for, for from these comics i think it's so it's stylized so well to meet the aesthetic of what i wanted to see in batman when when i was reading this um what it? What is your take as somebody who obviously, because you live in America and you're you're an old man who's like forty now, you've obviously <laughs> seen all these Batman movies. You know some of Batman's influence on our culture. What's your take of this style, this art, this Batman? Coming into it from from the side here, especially after they've already been released, I I mean I really enjoyed it. I liked it. <sighs> It felt like I was as I was reading through it. I liked how they kind of transitioned the artwork. Like the first few issues felt very nostalgic, like warm colors. Um, Batman in, or I guess Batman as Bruce Wayne in like a parlor or place talking about. Wayne Enterprises and what they're going to invest in next and it just it felt classic already um I have to say reading through it I think I would have enjoyed it the way you went about it with getting it issue by issue because I got to the end of this and I wanted more (laughs) there was there was somewhat of a satisfying conclusion but I I it felt like there should have been five more of these volume yeah uh, collections uh, but coming into it from basically only seeing Batman in um, the movies and then like some of the cartoons back when we were younger it it kind of felt like the old Batman cartoon I don't know which one is the specific one but like the the Probably, maybe beyond kind of like what, a, a little what bit was before darker? that that had kind of a um like 20s futurism feel like big uh what do you call it like big big cars big uh i'm gonna have to look it up i can't not know this is it is it beyond no i I watched beyond as well but um for our our viewers out there who are maybe just listening we are being bad podcasters and looking mm-hmm. things up during the podcast. That's what you call top-notch pod. Top-notch reporting right here. Top-notch um, reporting. I think it was just Batman the Animated Series. Like, yeah. um, Amazing, by the way. Yes. It just it, it felt DC like... Art to- it felt like, yeah, that's the one. 
the WB. Um, yeah. It feels like it's like a futuristic 1920s or 30s. <clears throat> and, and that just kind of, it had that feel to me. Because while it does feel like it could be present day, he's still in like an old building. He's still going to parties, black tie events. Like, yep. Um, he's not wearing gold chains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I like, I don't know if that's much of a take, but it, I really enjoyed it. And, um, we can get into it once we get past spoilers, but it's like, it felt like it could have been like a really long series yeah. Um, to really I, I, delve into the enemy or the, to the villains. Yes, I agree. That is one of my Scott Snyder, who wrote this. Uh, he has great ideas, and he is. Hey, I'm not a good writer. I'm a really bad writer. I'm not <laughs> saying that there are a lot of people that could have done better than him, but. He has these great ideas. He's got a team that's going to just pump out incredible artwork, which I do have a couple issues with the artwork, but an incredible <laughs> team. G- Greg and, and and Jonathan are two of the, like, I think for this era of comics, it's like it's iconic to see to see these these two do art together. It's, it's beautiful. It's striking. It's, it is thematic. It's great. Um... And Scott just rushes stories. Maybe I should oh. say the DC publishers. I think I think uh, Jim Lee was was over um, was the chief editor uh, at this point in time, I believe. And Jim Lee is a, a incredible artist. He did the artwork for Hush. I love Jim Lee. I I adore Jim Lee. But whoever made the call that this is only going to be, I want to say it's like it's like six issues or, or mm-hmm. five issues. Uh, I think made the wrong call because I this agree. is a this is a fun story, especially when uh, the the this book that you have, Court of Owls, it it it's got a clear beginning, middle, and end, and it feels like it just goes beginning, middle, and then the, it feels like they ended it in a panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unfortunate thing is with Scott Snyder's writings, I I feel that way. About a lot of his stories. Okay. This this continues on. This theme of Batman stories written by Snyder ending abruptly continues on throughout this entire arc. It just it feels so abrupt. And it's like mm-hmm. you got great action. You've got a, a great hook. Give me more before you close it out. That's what I wanted in this. It's like I just wanted more. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Because <laughs> it... Just even, I don't know, I I enjoyed how the artwork developed. I feel like there was change from the beginning to the end, where as the story developed, the artwork changed to fit it. I don't know if that is out of left field, but, um, but yeah, it, it, even, even they, like, they came back and revisited it, I think, because it was so popular. They had a couple more like volume sets um but again they still felt rushed and like they were not you're not retconning but like yeah it just felt like they were throwing half stories out yeah in a very good way but yeah it just it, it could have been better 
if, and this is an if, if this was intended as setup for the rest of this arc, this line, not arc, of Batman New 52, this reboot of Batman, if this was intended to be expository setup, they did it too well. Because mm. I want to live in the setup. I want to live in what they gave me now. I I wonder if that was the part of the issue I have with this mm. is that I don't view it as setup. I really don't. I view it as a standalone successful story arc. But yeah, and I think that's saying something. I don't think many comics mm-hmm. can do that well. Yeah. Um. In the first in the first issue, have me hooked into uh, a story arc that I think is exciting and engaging. So, <clears throat> I, and I I agree. I think I am probably going to go <laughs> try to find more in it. Do you do you think the rest of that line are are pretty enjoyable, or was this a high point? Um. So they did a a rework of Death in the Family, Batman Death in the Family, which is really fun. the the jo- Their take on the Joker is very exciting. It's scary. It's incredibly dark. They, they, I think, bit off a little more than they can chew. Some people really, really loved it. But they they tied that story arc across a bunch of the 52 reboots that were happening at the time. So mm. the Joker showed up in, uh, in um, Batgirl Comics and kidnapped her, right? It, 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 it all overlapped. And it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got really expensive because then I was like, oh, I got to buy this comic now, too. <laughs> it also, right? Uh, but it was really cool. I think you also saw how overworked the DC team probably was because mm. there were some cracks in, in bits and pieces of it. Um, but, I mean, hey, they, they came out with something that was that was really iconic. And, and I mean, you can't walk through uh, a mall is a good example and see – you know, collectibles or or what is the DVD store? F, uh, FYE. FYE. Without seeing a Joker mask from that Death of the Family line. Without seeing, I forget his name, but there's a, a villain that was introduced in this arc that he's like a flower, like a dandelion. Really, okay. really interesting character design. Really cool character. Um, never existed before this arc. And you'll, you'll find stuff about him. Um. Yeah. So this this arc, this entire arc, I think is worth investing the time into. It's fun. It's exciting. The energy you have in Court of Owls, you'll have throughout. Um. Yeah, I think it. I think it's worth it. I think this okay. line is is worth it, and it's it's a longer longer line. You know, I wouldn't say that about all comics, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'll have to have you tell me what's next at at some point because that was something figuring out what like how to even find this to start just because yeah. <laughs> there's other courts and other owls in different <laughs> series and things but yeah yeah I, I i don't think i gave you the right title for it but i eh. think i i think when i because that's part of what's confusing with batman is when mm-hmm. you're trying to introduce people to batman you're like oh read batman year one it's really easy to go online and be like, here's a book that says Batman Year One. But if I say, be, read Batman Nightfall. Nightfall is a, a arc that happens within a like 300-issue arc. 
Uh, and so it's like, do I read Nightfall? Do I read... There's a different... There's like three different different storylines in this arc that all have night something. Uh, mm. And so it's like, wait, which one do I read? Do I have to read these hundred before I read these few? And I think <laughs> this one had the same problem. Um, yeah. Batman New 52 is what I call this arc because that's what I know know in my head. Mm-hmm. Like when I bought it, it said Batman on the cover and it always said New 52 in the top right corner. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if that's how they market it, if that's how they put it on their graphic it seems novels. Like it. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I because I, I didn't even know that it was issue based. And I, I know Batman comes out in mm-hmm. soft, you know, comic issues, but I always saw it as one set. And yeah, that's my noobness into comics still. But no, no worries. No worries. Yeah. I did the opposite with uh, some of the, the manga that we're reading, <laughs> where I assumed some of it was was comics would come out as actual comics mm-hmm. uh and it's like oh no these actually come out as as novels finished graphic novels with chapters pretty much yeah i mean that it's it is weird because even like one chapter like you said is basically a book for manga yeah but yeah yeah but, so do we want to transition into spoilers I do, but before we do, before, before. we do, oh, Ben, because I know you're still here. Uh, yeah, okay, so first of all, Dave, you moved. How was the mm-hmm. move? It was good. Um, I'm excited. We we were living in Dayton, and that was uh, a good experience. But we, uh, I recently got a new job down near Cincinnati, and I was commuting like 50 minutes a day one way, and that. Ugh. That got very tiring. So we just recently moved down into Cincy and it's been a blast. But like we love our new apartment and exploring Cincy and um, the different things they have around here has been just great. And then a 20 minute commute or less has been so much better. That's that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. And (laughs) it's crazy because so for the for the one listener that that doesn't know me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Cincy is my stomping ground. That's where I grew up. I grew up in Cincinnati. Uh, hate it to death. Horrible place. <laughs> horrible <What>? people. <laughs> no, the people are nice. That's what I'll say. People are great. Music is is busting. The music is so good. Awesome concert scene. Um, no, I love Cincinnati. Cincinnati's great. I love it. I'm glad you're you're in Cincinnati. Can't wait to visit you there. I think I, I think a few weeks. I'll I'll be there a few weeks. Can't wait. Perfect. Yeah. I uh, I hadn't I had avoided it for like the four years we lived up there and the three or four that we were in the Cedarville area. But yep. uh, I finally had Skyline <laughs> for the first time. How did you avoid it so long? I it, it was like we didn't have enough like local friends <laughs> that that really wanted that like all the time. So whenever yeah. Jess and I were going out to eat, it was like, oh, what do we want? And it's either we want the staple fast foods yeah. or we want to go sit somewhere. And it I'm, kind of lies in the middle as something that's sort of fast food and you can kind of sit down if you want, yeah. but it's new. <laughs> so I am not good. lying to you when I say when we are done with this podcast, I am making Skyline Chili. 
Frozen? From a can. Every time hey. my family visits or I visit Ohio, uh, we, I, because Chelsea refuses to eat it. My, my beautiful <laughs> wife, Chelsea, for the one listener again that doesn't know me. Um, Chelsea refuses to eat Skyline. She And refuses to call it chili. So that's a problem. But um, <clears throat> she, we did not have dinner together tonight. And she uh, bought a bunch of spaghetti for me. Uh, so I will be making canned Skyline for dinner. Nice. Tonight. And and I'll say, so when I, I stopped, I went, I had a friend from church who had an extra ticket to the um, professional soccer team they have here, FC Cincinnati. Oh, I wanted to see them. Yeah, that's awesome. It was a blast. Uh, yeah. Sadly, they tied and it was, it shouldn't have been a tie. Was it zero to zero? It was two to two, and they they were stomping them the whole way, and then toward the end of the match, they they got scored on twice. Um, Classic Cincinnati. It's great stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, I had friends from church that were like, "Hey, you gotta have this. It's like our after after a game tradition." Yep. It's like, well, it's my first time. We were like, yeah, well, we have to actually eat in the place. So, yep. um, I got like a regular, <laughs> uh, whatever you call it, like the chili three-way. spaghetti. Yeah, you yes. got a three way. Mm. I got a regular, but I got the spicy, which was oh. good. It was good. Your hot sauce is yummy. Mm-hmm. And then yep. I got a coney with yep. the spicy stuff too. Oh. And I took Jess, I took the. Uh, chili fries home to Jess that were just the normal ones. So I did have the actual normal chili. It's not that sweet. I was I was told that it's super sweet, so it wasn't too bad. It's yeah, sweet might be the wrong word. I think most people say it's sweet because it's got the cinnamon in it, mm. and cinnamon is is usually with sweet things, and it is a sweeter flavor. Um, but it's not like like cinnamon you would picture in pie or, yeah. or on a on a glass it's 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 just the spice of cinnamon but like I said yes it's it is. A, it's a chili with a different kind of spice in it yeah it's midwestern midwesterners they when they say spice they think hot because they mm. don't know how to season anything yes shame on the midwest i, I <laughs> shame on the Midwest. now that i live in new york i know i know better <laughs> shame on them shame on you it's not hot, but it is. It does have spice, which doesn't mean it's spicy. Right. But it's good. I liked it a lot. There's my, my rant. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Have you had Donato's yet? We've had it a couple times. I think we had it with <laughs> you at some point, and then okay. we got it once or twice. It is good. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's more expensive than it's good. It's yes. it's it's good. <laughs> I I like it. I think more for the nostalgia of this. This was the the pizza that I that I loved the most. Oh yeah. Um, but it's not it's not worth the price. Especially mm. again now that I live in New York. New York. <laughs> I'm walking here. Get me a pizza. I need a pie. Hey. A pizza pie. It's a pizza pie. Okay. So let's for that bit. Let's cancel ourselves. I'll go first. I'm Josh. I'm canceled. I'm sorry. I'm canceled. <laughs> I'm half Dutch, so it's okay. 
Okay, cool. I'm German. I'm not allowed to make fun of anybody. Ah. Uh, That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> Except Germans, but everybody... <laughs> That's that's based. I'm cool with making fun of they, Germans. They try, but then they're still efficient and I mean I I won't make broad terms, but they do well we for make themselves. Beer. So it's like what can you really I mean, complain about now? I don't know. But <laughs> Yeah. We're talking about comics, not geopolitical okay. tensions. Comics, comics, comics. Speaking of geopolitical. So I have been pivoting my comic collection into pre-code horror so okay i don't know how long this podcast was planning to be but it just got longer let me so go for it i'm guessing code being when they like the fcc and everything came out with the codes for like children's literature and movies and everything else to both have a rating and then what they could and couldn't print you're so close darn it's not FCC. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a, a similar thing where a code came out and said, here's what you can and can't print. However, it was that code was created and operated, completely managed by publishers. What happened, um. there was a, there's a comic, uh, uh, Crime Suspense Stories. Awesome comic. Killer. Uh, it's a horror comic and they would have grotesque images on the front. And I mean, it was, it was a comic made for adults. So they were crime stories where somebody was getting murdered, like horrible things are happening. And the cover would be a depiction of something horrible. Somebody that just died. Um, and there were, there were, it was Somebody took it to court. Basically, they, this person wrote a book on it and then took it to court and said, hey, this is unappropriate for children to have access to. It was that the argument wasn't it's marketed to children. This is for children. The argument was because of its form, because of the type of media being comic books, being illustrations, mm. that children will have access to it. Therefore... The cover, the thing that is displayed, should be appropriate for children. And then it ended up going to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court had a ruling on it, yada, yada. Basically, they made this good faith rule where they said comics have to be in good faith. Yada, yada. It's a whole thing. I love the story. I love the history. But <laughs> then out of that, the Comics Code Authority spawned. And it was it was all these publishers who came together and said, we'll make our own rules of what's appropriate and what's not. And it basically like blacklisted a bunch of comics that were mm. horror comics, suspense comics. EC is the main publisher or publishing house, EC Comics, um, that just basically they couldn't exist anymore. They had too many of these lines. Um, and the guy who wrote a lot of these stories went on to, to uh, write and I think like be head editor or something like that, high up with uh, Mad Magazine. Okay. Uh, so very well, a very well-established team, incredible artists. But the Comics Code Authority basically wiped these comics out. And I got another one today. You'll see there's a bunch of pre-code in the background here. Um, oh. I got another one today. It is, yep. So it's the Vault of Horror, issue 33. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it is EC, EC Comics, right there. And in newer comics, right here, it'll say C, uh, uh, CCA, Comic Code Authority, in a little white box with black mm-hmm. lettering. It does not have that, and it's EC Comics and horror, horror cover, horror comic, right? So I collect it. I love these. I could go on for days. This is a whole episode. I'm telling you, this is going to be a whole episode in the future. But I'm that down. was my pickup today. That's a very, I mean, very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's a really cool history for like, I don't know, something that changed so drastically so fast. And honestly, those newer artists and people when they take do a take on stuff like that, like I've seen t-shirts and like new art that looks just like that they're so good yeah. at going back and taking from that um but yeah that's awesome yeah i love it i love it okay i think i'm ready for spoilers so i also think i know we've been talking for a while so dave if you have to cut this into two parts uh i don't know goodbye everybody get out of here leave if it's one part if this is one episode we're glad you're here we're glad you stuck through this is what it's about team this is the ride or die that's right you're here till the end no pause this is a long pod I almost cursed there I didn't (laughs) you're on the bus you're on the toilet no pausing in the office oof that's a long yeah yeah that's a long I'll be back in a few minutes that's for sure Mm mhm been there. We've all been there. They they can pause the bathroom part, just not the pod. There you go. Yeah. Well, no. It's better if you stay in there the whole time. Uh, yeah. We've we've be honest, we've on microphone. I was gonna say we've mixed our podcast to be perfectly synced for the echo of a bathroom and shower. Yes. That's it's. it's we also edit our podcast in a in a bathroom with a shower. That's right. So it, it works. It's you know, the definitive we, experience. It is. Actually, I like, Dave, you just opened the door to a joke that nobody's going to like except me. I like <laughs> the idea that I just like imagining that anybody listening to our podcast has to be pooping. Mm. But that's just, that's who our fans are they're just like the little poopers and they're always pooping around i do love it i do you love it right i i had friends in college that i called my poop stains with with love i think you called me a poop stain probably i don't know if you said with love i mean that's up to your memory okay that's <laughs> shaky at best okay it, well, it will be with love from now on <laughs> Good. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, spoilers. Let's let's. I'm ready to dive in. Do you wanna Do you wanna start us off? Do you have any any spoilers? I mean, you can't see anything else because it doesn't have it on there. But which is kind of annoying. I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. It, no. DC does. I I I will complain about their their hardcover books. We're throwing trash. It out. Yeah, not not high Spoiler, quality. You buy the book, you take the dust cover off. It's just got an embossing. It's just it's naked. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, 
You've got Bruce Wayne, who is the Batman. Big spoiler. Big spoiler. Um, you had a complaint that all the men looked very similar. Yes. I will say, especially Batman, Robin, Nightwing, all of that group. I, there was there multiple Robins. The, yes, and there's also there's a politician dude, Lincoln. Yes, Lincoln and he, M- March. My dude looks like Bruce Wayne. Which, they are the same character figure. Okay, I will I'm, say, yeah. There's more spoiler that they kind of drop it. Say the spoiler, that. and I'll still get angry. So all the way <laughs> at the end of the series, you you see um, that this altruistic politician who you think is going to help change Gotham um, has been in on it basically, and yep. is also probably insane. And has it in his head that he's Bruce, Bruce's long lost brother, left left out to dry when uh, when Bruce's parents died. Uh, they don't really resolve if that's true or not, but that's I guess one retcon reason for them to look alike. But I I didn't like that ending. So there's there's spoilers I won't get into because you okay. haven't read them yet. But dumb, dumb is what I'll say. Dumb. And also, okay, fine. Make them make them look similar. Give them mm-hmm. the same freaking nose. I don't care. That's cool. Whatever. Give them different haircuts. Give them a little bit different jaw lines. I'm telling you. I look at this comic and I go, he drew Bruce Wayne twice. And then when they came in and did coloring, they gave them different color ties. It's too much. And mm-hmm. it's like that. Th- I'm screaming. I'm probably clipping the mic. So I'm sorry, Dave. I know you'll have to do <laughs> I extra put a limiter things. on it. I was ready for you. Oh, nice. You were ready for me this time. Uh, but it's like that through the entire line, which it, it bothers me. I, I love the art. I love how stylistic it is. It feels thematic. It, it is high energy artwork. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the character models, which are great. These are great character designs. Beautiful. But I go, the the guys especially, so many of them look the same. And it's anno- I think that's annoying. Yeah. Especially I- in the graphic novel form, where oftentimes... I'm I'm looking at it and that's how I want like I'm processing so much of this visually. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I I don't want to think about who this is. I want to see who it is. Yeah. And and it's basically any of like the hero group. Basically any of them look like mini me Bruce's or whatever else. Yep. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. So like I guess to lay the scene <clears throat> you've got Batman or Bruce, who's already Batman. Yep. This isn't this isn't really a look back at at him getting there much. Yep. Um, there are some some memory scenes, I guess, but uh, he starts finding crimes happening that start to point toward an urban legend. The the do they call it the Court of Owls in the in the legend? It's just the I owls. I think they. I th- think they call the the legends the court of owls and then he learns about more details of it specifically mm-hmm. uh talon later on if i remember correctly yeah yeah 
So starting to 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 learn it, he's he's staunch in his denial that that they're real. It's somebody like impersonating or or playing a plant not a prank, but like using it as yeah. trying to just provide. It's just a murder prank. It's just a yes. little murder. Yeah, but it it starts to be pointing more toward it. Yep. Um, and because because. Batman straight up just digs up a body. He's like, yeah. "Yo, you remember Uncle Ernie? Let's mm-hmm. dig him up." Yeah, it's okay. It's okay because it's family. Exactly. But that that <laughs> was part of the legend that his, I, I think it was Alfred tells him that one of his parents told him a story that one of the old Waynes went went crazy went went off the deep end and yep. started raving about owls and that they live in our houses. And, and I, he, uh, fairly quickly after that disappeared. Right. Yeah. And they just kind of chalked it up to, he was crazy and killed himself or, you know, undetermined. Uh, but he slowly starts finding that there's links to his legacy, um, to this group uh, did, I I don't know if we want to do the entire storyline, but it's just I mean, it's so like, interesting. It's like it's not a lot of issues. I think mm-hmm. we just I think we just dive in. I think okay. we just so he starts to find um that they've been hiding in the shadows of his family, um somehow having money allocated and other things that they've been at society for a long time, kind of in the under workings of uh gotham Gotham. in in the power circles making making things happen he sees evidence that they've been like for hundreds of years doing this yep um and then they start threatening him and and they start specifically threatening bruce wayne yes yeah because apparently he's doing he's taking the city away from them and 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 they want it back yep um so in in pops like one of the first real people and it's talent who is such a cool looking character yeah oh what awesome character design i mm-hmm. of of all of the all of the uh characters that that were created by you know, Scott and Greg and whatever their team looks like and just brilliant people. Uh, this is one of my favorites. It's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's like it's an assassin character with like these bug eyes and this sleek I don't even fully know how to describe it. The, Ste- the eyes steampunk owl ninja. Yeah. Yes. And the eyes like glow in the dark, and mm-hmm. they're they've got knives, and they're always pulling their knives out. But it's it looks great. It it looks it looks really cool. And I also love that the mask they have. Mm-hmm. It's this weird thing where the mask looks baggy on them, mm-hmm. uh, but it still looks like this unique, like it fits. And so it really stands out uh, amongst, especially like superhero comics and everything, where you're used to somebody having a mask that is just the yeah. contour of their face, you know. So it's great, great character design, awesome, love it. Talon is is great. Mystery, yeah, tons of mystery around him because he attacks Bruce, and you think that he's dead, and 
he somehow wakes up in the in the ambulance, like the morgue the morgue car, kicks the guy out and drives away. What the heck's going on? Who is this? Bruce was sure that this group wasn't real. Um, and then I think it's next that he starts finding the hideouts, but he finds the most current hideout and it gets blowed up while he's in there. Classic. Mm hmm. And also classic, he wakes up in another place that he, he's unfamiliar with and seems to be in the clutches of the Court of Owls. So let's pause for a complaint. What's that? Why did they just kill him? Just right there. Right there. I think this is a good complaint for a lot of superhero shows and a lot of even like manga and comics. Yep. If you don't set it up in the first place that your villain is egotistical enough that they're going to like drag it out and, and be vindictive. It's like, you've already said they're, they're up here in the power like yep. system. Why don't they just flex it? End it now. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yep. you have him knocked out. You have him, in your hands, yeah. I mean, it's it's the let me let me stop and and explain to you my master plan yeah. so that you can get out of the handcuffs. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I'm glad they didn't because the next scene, the labyrinth, mm-hmm. uh, the labyrinth scene, that whole thing is so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this scene where so they catch Bruce. He's in this underground whatever. You don't really freaking know. And he he doesn't know he's trapped at first in this thing. And then he finds out he is. And he's like, you're, you're confused. You're like, is he going insane? Does he think he's going insane? Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's confusing. It's fun. It's a really fun labyrinth trap story uh, in this really con- condensed way. Um, but long short. He doesn't have food or water for like seven days or something. And then, and there's, I'm going to have another huge complaint here. <laughs> he he thinks he sees uh, a, a bat at some point, And that illustration for that alone is amazing. I would put a poster of that. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Talon ends up attacking him. When Batman is at his lowest, he finally attacks Batman after this entire time. And mm-hmm. Batman is like bleeding out. He's like probably gonna die. Um, and the Sorry. the court of owls. Oh owl. my gosh, so, so good. good. I love it. What an illustration. Ah, oh, so good. Um, so then we learn the court of owls. These this group of people still exist. These these old like the people behind the curtain, Oz, and they are like kill Batman. Like, do it. You stabbed him. We tortured him enough. We had our fun. Kill him. And then, and I'll pass it back over to you after this. This is the dumbest thing I've ever read. And I love this book. It's great. It's so fun. Batman fights him off. He didn't eat or drink for seven days. And he's like, you know what? I just got stabbed. I'm hungry. I'm kind of kind of a little thirsty. But let's punch some skulls. And he does. And I mm-hmm. think that's stupid. But it's a 
It's awesome. It's so exciting, mm-hmm. and it's really fun, and I love it. But I hate it, and it's stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I don't think I, I took that in when I read it first, but now that you say it, like it, yeah. <laughs> but, I, so, I'll gush a little first, and then I'll address what you said. Yep. Um, the, this whole thing, I, I was very impressed with how cinematic a lot of it is. Um, they, it, I come from a video background, as, as me. Um, the, the variety of shots, the, the using the frame with, um, I don't know, like it, when they have a impactful moment of speech, they're like right on somebody's mouth showing the reaction. Like it doesn't feel overdone or it just, it flows really well that way. Um, through the whole story, I think, and I may be off base, but I feel like it even transitions where in the beginning he's happy bright colors the the mystery gets worse and the settings that he's in change it's darker it's grittier um and then like even flashbacks uh just really well done but then you get into this part of the the sequence and it's really really well done i I just you go from he's dark on his own in this labyrinth it's creepy starts to get more creepy as he starts to kind of find his way around it and get a little bit crazier yep um and i didn't catch this because i read it digitally first and i thought it was actually like an issue in the in what i was reading like there was a, a bug but as he gets to his craziest they actually start flipping the um, the issue. They actually like oh yeah, yeah flip the panes. Yep. So he's getting crazier. You you have to turn your book to the side to read it. They he like at his worst, you're literally having to turn the whole thing upside down. You get a little disoriented. It's a little weird. What's the next page and the last page? You're lost. And I yep. th- like I feel like there's plenty of groups and people that try to do stuff like that and it comes off corny and yep that didn't it was cool yeah i do agree will i say like the reveal of at the end of his like being emaciated and i think he did take drugs because they said there was something in the water of one of the fountains or something like that yeah, that's um, uh, that was why he didn't drink. Was there was a fountain there, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Is it poison?" Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you get to. It felt like you got to the court of owls too fast in the first place, and then mm-hmm. a talon literally stabs him in the chest. Like it, it comes out of him right here. Like, yep you're going to die in like two seconds. And yep. he lays down and sees the picture of like, a, he, he did find a bunch of photos that show that they do this a lot. <laughs> they, yeah. they have taken their enemies and they, they have fun uh, taking some Polaroids and memories. Um, but he sees that his like great, great grandfather was here and did die this way. Yep. And it like enrages him and, and, kind of gives him the gusto to do it but yeah after after being beat up like crazy 
not having food or water, and then he fights them off, including Talon. It's like, hmm, I don't think so either. Yep. But I will say the transition there was cool because, yeah, because he gets more and more deranged, and they, through the drug and hallucinations, their monsters coming after him, and he's broken. And then when he flips that switch, he's then the monster and yep. breaking them, yep. which is cool. It was fun. It was great sequence. I, I am super glad you brought up the whole like turning the page and everything because what a, what a great way to utilize uh, paper media. Like this, this mm-hmm. actual in hand, that was great. That was, that was excellent. Super fun. Yeah. I And that's why I... I think when we were deciding on what to read next, um, I think I was like, we we should really read Court of Owls because it's a, it's super short, really fun, and for a Batman story, you, it's not just this like everybody knows this story and we're just revisiting the same mm-hmm. thing everybody's heard before, um. It, this is a story that a lot of people don't still know. It's a Batman story a lot of people don't know, but could know. Like, this would be a fun thing for a fun Batman story to be retold in a not just comics way, right? That's why with the, the newest movie, The Batman with the Riddler, mm-hmm. I was fingers crossed, hoping that it would be Court of Owls. I, I wanted so desperately... For that whole line to lead into the Riddler was hired by the Court of Owls and they're behind the scenes pulling all the strings. And that this movie leads into the second movie, which is Batman, the Court of Owls. That's what I was hoping. That and I thought sick. they were gonna I thought they were gonna do that, because the whole like the Riddler too, when he gave his his riddles and stuff, and then finally he gave one for Bruce Wayne, it was for Bruce Wayne. And it was mm-hmm. like they weren't coming he they weren't coming after Bruce Wayne just for any reason it was because he's Bruce Wayne and I was like that's it they're doing Court of Owls I was so excited and then to see it to watch that movie and go oh they didn't do the Court of Owls but this is a story that would fit well that a lot of people still don't know you know? I agree. I, I haven't seen that one, but just even from the, the trailers and things it looks like a similar style to like like it would fit right in yeah to the, the Gotham that they've made but. Absolutely. I'm, I assumed you saw that. Sorry. And also, our listener. Oh, you're fine. The one listener that doesn't know me that I don't know if you have spoilers also. Sorry. Spoilers <laughs> for the movie. Yeah. I I need to catch up. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I think, as a whole, I really enjoyed it. Like you said, it's a great story. Really well like uh, drawn and 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 some of the like a lot of the actual pacing is pretty good but mm-hmm. it it just feels like they build this up and i don't know it, it just felt like there should have been four or five more issues before he even figured out that the court was might be real and yeah. then like like you were even saying like maybe have like the court hire somebody 
to to attack Batman before they release their talons and stuff. Because in one of the subsequent things, I guess they use some of the technology that Doctor Freeze has or something like that to revive the talons. Because apparently they're all dead in the first place. Like they're embalmed in some sort of special stuff and then they can come back but I don't know it just you can you can take it slower and yes get us to the secret society and like the the payoff was nice there but then you get into the next set of issues and it's almost immediate that this whole court that's supposed to be like super powerful super rich they've got technology they get poisoned and killed by one of their own and that's it yeah (laughs) it's just like it it felt like it built really well and then like you said it just ended to i will say to be fair after this comes batman night of owls and then what is it called uh, City of Owls, Batman, Night of Owls, and then Batman, City of Owls. Um, they use the Court of Owls more. They use Talon more, mm. but they don't. I think do it incredibly well. I think gotcha. this is this is what like that whole first scene with this, like right? this whole. This whole beginning, middle, end of this story they're telling in these few issues, it feels like they're just sprinting through. And when you finally see the finish line, it's like, they're already there. Just mm-hmm. done. Yep. Like, it, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel rewarding. Yeah. There is some, there's some fun reveals. There's mm-hmm. the whole, uh, what was it, uh, Dick is was supposed to be a talon that that mm-hmm. that was fun that was a yeah. cool reveal um <laughs> punches his tooth out to prove it to him yeah <laughs> uh, it's weird but it was fun it was good i mean i think i think this story is more than anything for batman just a fun story to engage I, good recommendation I enjoyed it. Go read it. It's a ton of fun. But yeah, it's just like, like you said, you just kind of get to the end of it and you're like, I want more of this and I want yeah. more of this world that they've made. Yeah. But. Yeah. And that's why I fell into comic book collecting and now spend way too much money on them. It's how they get you. <laughs> it's how they get it you. It is. It is. Is although I will say, some of those Batman Batman issue one, uh, I bought a couple, bought a couple because I was like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be, this is gonna be good. Like I love the artists so, and cool with the writer. Like this is gonna be, this is gonna be something. And I think they were four ninety nine or something each, and I traded away two of them for one hundred and twenty bucks each. And I still have two left. It's just like, that's a win. I'll yeah. take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. But, nice regardless, thing. closing thoughts from from Josh in New York. I'm walking here. 
They're walking um, over to the microphone here. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I speak uh, yeah, you do. Batman New 52, worth the read. You, you won't read New 52 and be like, man, I wish I never read that. You might be like, well, there are better comics out there. Because sure, there are. There are better comics than Batman New 52. But if you want something that's really exciting, super fast paced, it's going to keep your interest. It's, it's a fun Batman story. And they take stuff you already know. And they, they kind of spice it up. They spice it up. They put a little bit of cinnamon on it. It's not spicy, but it's spice. <laughs> but it's that's That's Batman, New 52. It's good. Give it a read. Nice. I think that's a great take. So, next episode. I, I, I think we're still talking it out, but I think we had you start Hunter Hunter, which... Yes, is is a bit of a uh, rabbit trail of its own. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I I figured after doing a new a new a new manga with uh, Chainsaw Man, man, I I've read all of these a hundred times, but my name recognition is horrible because I almost said Demon Slayer, <laughs> and there's a number of demons things. There's there's demons in Chainsaw there. Man, so okay. it's true. Um, but yeah, I think we're I think we're gonna try to talk about that. I had a recommendation or a a uh, an ask from a friend when I talked about us doing that. He was like, "I are you guys only doing manga? Because some of the like scenes in that anime are like the best. And like, there's an arc with uh, ant creatures that is like that that." Would be fun to visit, so we'll see. Yeah. I, I may I may convince Josh to watch a little bit. <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll be honest. If you say Hunter Hunter, I'm probably in. I I the what I've read of the manga so far, I've loved. Just it's been so enjoyable. Um, weird, but I like weird. Uh, so the anime, I'm not a, I'm not against trying Hunter Hunter, and I saw it's on Netflix now. I don't know nice. if the the or I don't especially like dubbed, but if they have subtitled on Netflix, I'm probably You've in. made a lot of friends today, Josh, with your with your subbed That's what I'm here for. Decisions here. I'm, yes. I'm walking and making friends here. Hey That's right. Yeah. Yo That's weebs, right. come down here. Yeah. It's my it's what I say all the time. <laughs> hey you weebs. You wanna down. read some mangas? <laughs> Uh, Kawaii. <laughs> so stupid. I have comic ideas too. Yeah. <clears throat> the challenge is some of the ones that I really, really want to recommend um, are not finished. They're, they're ongoing series that I don't want to say. Watch that. But I have one that everyone... Listen, everyone should read. Uh, it's called Day Tripper. Ooh. Absolutely stunning. It is It is these beautiful, the artwork, beautiful, crisp line work 
with watercolor over top. Uh, and the watercolor artist, absolutely amazing artist. Um, fantastic artwork. It is a, hear me out, don't, don't turn it off immediately. It's a study of death and, and death on a person. Like what, what, uh, what does that look like? What does the study of death look like? Not just in terms of mourning, although mourning is a part of that. What does death look like in a in a celebratory sense? What does it look like in an unexpected way? What is it? So that's that's what Day Tripper is. It is a it is a quick glimpse across. I think it's six issues that were then turned into a a graphic novel. Um, you know that's that's the topic that's the study it is beautifully done it is it is tasteful it is a emotional read um but it's fantastic one of one of the greatest comics i've ever read so i think that that would be my next recommendation day you've got me hooked and you're so good at presenting it that i'm already like chomping (laughs) at the bit to read it (laughs) i gotta find a comic Uh, that's really really bad and uh, try to convince you it's good before we read it and then get I on think, here and you'd I be think like, I'd why just be, should I read that? I think I'd just be confused and thinking that I'm reading <laughs> the wrong comic. <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. I guess a little more info about Hunter Hunter. It's There's a, a specific kind of genre in anime and manga called shonen, which shonen's a Japanese word for boy. It comes out of the superhero shonen punch. It's it's a it's a part of our title. It's true. It it's where they got it. it. Yes, and we're a couple of shonens, but uh, it <coughs> it's it's a genre that has I think now like it, there's new takes on it and and people revisit it, but it it can definitely get old now because it's 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 meant for somewhat younger viewers. But it's like you have a, a protagonist boy who, through the whole story, it's kind of coming of age. It's kind of relationships and friends and then overcoming obstacles and not always in a healthy way. Sometimes it's like you got to believe harder in yourself and your friends and then it'll all work out, which that's not always how it works out in life. But uh it's a it's a ton of fun and it and Uh-oh. it like following the life of a, a kid named gone who wants to become a hunter and hunters in this world are basically given extra leniency funding everything else they're anywhere from like geologists and historians to um uh, what do you call it? Like I, I think there are assassins that are end up being hunters, but like, it it has a pretty wide gambit. But they all have power. They're all strong, regardless of what they do. Um, and he's kind of in search of his father as like a side mission. But his father's a hunter, and he doesn't know where he is. So he's like, I want to be a hunter, both because he wants to be one, and I'd like to find my dad down the road too has some really strong and like deep moments but also is very willing to like play and and joke around and um subvert some of that too 
but it, it's just a ton of fun. Um, and, and a classic. There's a ton of Hunter Hunter fans out there. I'm not, I'm not, uh, having spot takes here, <laughs> but <laughs> Dave is yeah. the first Hunter Hunter fan. That's Let the right. world know, Dave. Number That's... one. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can, I can tell you somebody that came in totally blind. I mean, just with the hook of like you telling me about, uh, Shonen stories, basically. Uh, love it. It's it's very fun. I enjoy it, and it's all of that is still very new to me. Mega's very new to me, um, so it's a little bit of an adjustment, but I love it. Nice. One of my goals <coughs> is to go full circle and have you like One Punch Man again, because I, <laughs> I, I I sent you that direction before you'd seen almost anything, and yep. it's both fun, but then such a silly take on shonen and action stuff that. Yep. Old, I don't know. I didn't realize you kind of had... I'm hoping that once you're exposed to more, you get the jokes and it's like, oh, yes, I get this now. But we'll see. But I might, because I think a lot of it was being like, I don't get the references. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm walking here. <laughs> That's right. There's no walking here. They're all flying around with their jumpsuits. No, not that one. Not that one? <laughs> I mean, that is comics anyway so it's true it is true well thanks for listening i i hope that we aren't two or three months removed again this time because i've had a ton of ton talking <laughs> with you josh um i guess is great. there anything you any random recommendations or anything that you want to plug uh let's see i'm not sure if i plugged it last time if i did not Eight billion genies, uh, absolutely incredible comic. It is it is actively coming out week or uh, bi monthly or monthly. It's incredible. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, you're missing out. I read that's the my, first. That's my the first one. Yep, just great. It was a lot of fun. So good, so good. Um, I don't know if I have a specific like. If you're just getting into manga and anime, find a top ten list. <laughs> You'll find some good stuff. Jess and I, my wife, love Full Metal Alchemist. We need to go down that road sometime soon. Um, and then I'm trying a new thing on YouTube. I will be putting out videos with gameplay or yo, possibly other genres. I'm not sure yet. Game but- Dave. Game, I will be. Dave. That's right. Can't wait. Mugmonicle. Mugmonicle. Should be able to find it. I that. remember Mugmonicle. Spoilers. My friends hate it. So. It's true. <laughs> That's so All right. True. It okay. Is. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Signing Thank you for off. listening. We we'll really appreciate it. Late. This has been superhero Shonen Roll the credits. It just says Dave. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>